You're listening to Hope on the Homefront, the official podcast for Homefront Heroes Ministries. I'm your host, Taylor Blackburn. We're a group of military wives on a mission to help you find joy in your journey. We're jumping in the trenches to encourage you when you're struggling, help you grow in your faith, and support you through military life. Because here, you are seen. Here, you're essential. Here, you are never alone. Welcome home. Let's go. Hey, Hope Keepers, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for clicking play and letting us be a part of your week. We are so excited to be connected with you, which by the way, if you have not followed us on Facebook at Homefront Heroes Ministries or on Instagram at HFH underscore ministries, we would love to chat with you on there. So go give us a follow. Um, Today we're going to be talking about what it means to await Christ. This is something that I really have kind of given some thought to, um, but did not write any notes out. And so I'm going to be kind of just freestyling from my heart to yours and hoping and praying that it all makes sense at the end of this episode. So I'm going to tell you a short story. I remember when my husband had left for boot camp like the first time. Yes, he has gone through boot camp two times, but we don't talk about boot camp 2.0 because that just makes him really frustrated. Um, But the first time he went to boot camp, he was gone. We were basically newlyweds, and I don't know if it was him being gone for so long that I was just missing him that much or if we were still in that like honeymoon phase as they say uh, where I was just kind of super infatuated with him and the fact that I had a husband now you know and but I I remember going to church and he had been gone for you know a few months at this point and every single Sunday I made sure that I wore clothing that had pockets. That way I could keep my phone on me at all times because if he ever had a rare opportunity to call, it was going to be on a Sunday. And so this one specific Sunday, I remember singing the special at church and I wore jeans that I could make sure I stuck my phone in my pocket, like in case he called. I don't know what I was thinking I would do, like run off the stage. Maybe, I don't know. Knowing me, I probably would have done that. Been like, sorry, congregation. Sorry, Lord. Uh, You know my heart. You know my heart. I'm going to go. I'm going to go answer this phone call. But I remember being at this church service and singing the special and just becoming overwhelmed with emotion and crying in the middle of singing because I don't know, sometimes I think too much about the words coming out of my mouth and then I get emotional, but that's neither here nor there. But I just remember this one specific Sunday getting emotional, crying, like I said, having worn the clothing to, um, you know, have my phone on hand if my husband called and the chances of him calling were few and far between. Like he was probably not going to call me, but in the case he did, I wanted to be prepared. And I got to thinking about how much I wanted at that time, in that season of my life especially, just how much I longed for, how I was anxiously awaiting and hoping for 
a call from my husband that was probably going to be like two minutes long, but I structured my entire day. I structured my entire wardrobe around the possibility of my husband calling because he meant that much to me. I was so, so missing him, so ready to talk to him. I knew that I'd be encouraged just to hear his voice. And so I did that. I made those sacrifices. I structured everything around the possibility of him being able to call me. I was filled with such hope over awaiting that call. And even if it didn't come, I knew that I was making myself available to answer if he was able to call. And as I think through that and kind of run that entire situation through a spiritual lens, I can just see so clearly the beautiful benefit to you and I both if we chose to wake up each day awaiting our time with the Lord, awaiting Christ, how our lives would be radically changed if we structured everything around awaiting communication, awaiting connection, awaiting answers, awaiting that that closeness with Christ. How different would our days run? If we structured our entire day, right? If I'll do it for my husband, I should do it for the Lord. And if we were awaiting Christ in that way, it would be so powerful to see what he did with it. The word awaiting actually means to wait for, to await a decision, to remain steady while you wait, to be in store for. I just get so overwhelmed when I think about how that definition really conveys my heart on a daily basis. How often do I ask God, Lord, I need your help. Lord, what are you doing? God, why is this happening? (laughs) Father, please help me. I don't understand X, Y, or Z. I'm really struggling with X, Y, or Z. I'm hoping for an answer in this one thing. My heart is really hurting over that one thing. My Life is filled with so many moments where I need answers or I need comfort or I need peace and I am awaiting his answers and his response to those things. And when I spend time with him, when I position myself, my life, my entire outlook, my perspective around awaiting his truth, his word to reign supreme in my life, everything shifts, everything changes. And I went through and I kind of pulled out, there were a lot, but I pulled out a few scriptures that talks about us waiting on the Lord. So I'm going to read a few to you, okay? Here in, let's see, Psalm 3320, it says, our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Psalm 135 says, I wait for the Lord. My soul does wait. And in his word, do I hope. Micah 7, 7 says, but as for me, I will watch expectantly for the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. And Isaiah 40, 31 says, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. 
And last one, Psalm 27, 13 and 14 says, wait for the Lord. Be strong. Let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. I love that because, again, I say to you, it's not easy to be in the waiting. It's not easy to go through things like waiting to hear about when your husband's going to return from a deployment, waiting to hear where you're going to be moving to next, waiting to get orders for that next duty station that you've been told that you're supposed to move to next, waiting to schedule movers, waiting to meet new friends. There are so many things in our lives that we are waiting on. And that we are maybe pleading with God for answers to, that we are waiting for him to show up, to show, you know, that he is actively involved in our lives, that he is being a way maker in situations that feel so overwhelming and so impossible. And when I read through these scriptures, my soul is so encouraged because I see truth, right? The word is the infallible truth. It is never changing. It will never return void. We can always find hope and joy in it. And so when the word tells us that he is our help and our shield, that we can trust in him, that we can wait for him because he will hear us, that we hear the things of in his word, do I hope that tells us that the word of God is so powerful and we need to value it. We need to stand on it. We need to pray it and declare it and to trust in it. And so in these seasons of waiting, in these seasons of awaiting answers, awaiting his comfort, awaiting his peace, we need to wake up every day saying, Lord, I'm going to metaphorically put on my jeans with pockets so I can hold the phone close because I know that Unlike my husband who rarely called, you will always answer. You will always show up. You will never let me down. You will always call me at just the right time, at just the time that I need it most. And you will have exactly the words that my heart needs to hear. And so I don't know about you, but if my enthusiasm is not ringing through the the headphones right now, I am so overjoyed by this truth. I find such comfort and such peace that in the midst of military life and everything challenging that it brings, we have hope in his word. We have hope in his faithfulness. And that, my sweet friend, (laughs) you know what's coming. That is your hope on the home front. Thanks for tuning in. From our heart to yours, we hope that this podcast is your go-to place for encouragement on the home front. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaway was from this episode by having you take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag us at HFH underscore ministries or on Facebook at Homefront Heroes Ministries so we can get connected with you, get to know you more, and hear from you firsthand what specific encouragement you're looking for. This is home. This is the place to have the hard conversations. And until we chat next, get out there and find the joy.